Hello and welcome to the 100th episode of The Manic Podcast. My name is Liam and sitting opposite me is Tobias. He gets no funny joke this week because it's a special episode. But I am through the internet still. Oh, you're all, yeah, yeah, you're through the powers of the internet. Yeah, one day it won't be through the internet. One day. But for now, on this 100th episode... It's through the internet. Oh, it's been 100. And by 100 episodes, we mean 100 uploads. Yeah. So that includes all of our film clubs, all of the minis, any specials. Yes. So and this is it. The big 100. I mean, I don't know about you, but I think you're looking good for 100. You know what? <laughs> I, I reckon the Manic Podcast should get a letter from the Queen. I reckon so. I think yeah. she's probably got other things on her plate at the moment. Nothing's more important than us. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And I think she's probably a regular listener. And I reckon she just hasn't signed up to the, the patron so that she doesn't show favourites to people. Tell you what. I reckon she's very interested about the Badger. Yeah. She's not as, far, as, as keen on Batman, though. No. But I reckon she'd get in on a D&D game. She'd love it. She's waiting for enough uh, patrons and then she's going to come in the prop, that the prop top tier. As a DM, how do you overrule the queen? <laughs> well, she'll, she'll probably be playing an orc or something. I like it. Yeah, it's fine. One has rolled a nap 20. <laughs> I, I don't think you should be doing impressions. That's, that's so, so, Sorry, you, you, that's not one of the rules. You can't do that. She just looks at you. I'm the queen. Oh, do whatever you want. And impressions are on. No! This is our 100th episode. So we thought, as this is our 100th upload, it would be good to kind of jump right back to where it all started, to our first episode, the Manic High Five. Now, we've done this with incoming guests as well. Uh, Neil did it. Emily did it. Craig did it? Or did he not do it? Craig did it. But he ruined the episode and never put it out. Is that the one that never existed then? No, it existed. You Ah. just... You just ah. didn't like it and that, didn't put it out. It wasn't me. That was my computer. You didn't like it. <laughs> and you didn't put it out and made up that your computer broke or something. <laughs> my computer's always breaking. Yeah, it's true. But also, <laughs> Craig doesn't listen. He'll never know that you hated his episode. <laughs> well, that'll be, this would be the one he listens to. <laughs> yes. Anyway, we thought we'd throw it back to the Manic High Five where we worked through all of our like top choices of certain categories. And we thought we'd just kind of look at what our answers now would be. Mm. So we're not going to just give single answers. We're going to kind of almost have like a discussion and name a couple of things. Yeah. Because some of them are going to be easier. Some of them are not going to be easier. Yeah. Someone's going to be downright hard. Yeah. yeah, they are. But it is a celebration. I'm celebrating by eating bourbon biscuits. I, I had a wagon wheel and had is past tense for a reason. Why? The wagon went. Ah, oh, wheeled off. To my belly. Well, at the, at the start of this podcast, before you actually press record, I had some gala slices. They they went very quickly. Every good gala has to come to an end. It does. It's sad times. But anyway. Our gala, our gala one's the one, it's an egg with a, a slice of meat with like an egg in it. Yes. Nice. Cool. Classic. And I will go through all the packets to make sure that there's enough yolk in both. Yeah. Because there's one way you just got a bit of white in it. And I'm like, I feel cheated. Yes. I'm going, I want eat equal proportion. <laughs> I want the eggs that don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. what subject and 
category, if you like, would you like to go first with? What should we start um, with? You know what? Let's start with my worst one. Get it out of the way. Category of book. Okay. Okay. Well, as it is your, your hardest one, do you want to get that one done? You say yours, What your, if anything, and we'll get it out right. of the way. Now, the point is, right, in episode one, we gave our favourite books. Yeah. And really, the, the kind of mandate we had for this was something we've seen or played or read since that first episode. Yeah. I've read nothing. Nothing. So nothing can be my favourite. Next category. <laughs> wow. Is that, what, is that your stance? Yeah. Have you, so have you read, you've not got any, since, we've, since that episode, no graphic novels, nothing. Okay. No. Yes. No, to be fair. And any publication, I suppose, works. I'm not sure at what point I read it. Right. But Infinity. So uh, that's the, since. Is it definitely since? Yeah, because I th- I'm pretty sure you read that in the lead up to the films, didn't you? Yes, we did. Which is definitely since the run of this. That's true, actually. What yeah. is the what's the um the graphic novel like compared to what we've seen in a film version? Okay, I'm maybe controversial here. I preferred the film. That's fair. Um, comic was good. I'm glad I read it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I just prefer the MCU narrative on that particular one. That's right. Obviously, there are changes, different characters do different things. Actually, I tell you what. I mean, I've said Infinity. I'm already going to change my mind because I would have also read, even though after. Oh, maybe not. Oh, maybe not. I was going to say Civil War. But now I'm thinking, no, I think I probably read Civil War before I even started doing the podcast. Yeah. So back to Infinity. <laughs> That's fair, though. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go a lot more recent than this. Obviously, I had a stint in hospital recently. Yeah, you did. And while in there, I asked for some literacy entertainment okay. from from my lovely partner. Mm-hmm. Because I knew that I had a stack of books somewhere in the house I put together of things I wanted to read. So what she brought me was something from a cupboard that I hadn't seen for years and years and years. Right. It was Terry Pratchett's first ever book called Truckers. Okay. Um, and it is, I'm after reading it, it's definitely aimed at a slightly younger audience than his classic Discworld stuff. Right. Because it's not part of the Discworld, it's just before that. And have you heard of it, first of all? I have, but probably because of you. I think I've probably mentioned it. Yeah. It's got a very borrowers kind of feel to it. Its basic plot is a load of uh, tiny little like gnomes, not like garden gnomes. They're like if you think it's more like Dungeons Dragons style gnomes, so they're actual a little like grotty little kind of race of them. They live inside this like burrow. The burrow gets destroyed, so they they travel to find somewhere else to live, and they come across this American style store like a what i would imagine is like a target or a walmart so it's a bit it, there's some everything in there so clothes tools everything food and they find that within the walls and the floors of this store this superstore is a load of gnomes who have never left the, the store and don't believe there's anything outside of the store mm-hmm. and the whole plot the main plot of the story is because this all happens within the first chapter they get there and find out very quickly that the store is being demolished in 
like two weeks. The group that you follow in have to persuade the ones from the store that there is anything outside. They don't believe it because they've almost formed like a religion around all the manuals and the names that they found around the store. So that there's a guy called Arnold something who's the guy who founded it and they've seen his name everywhere. So he's their, their God. Yeah. And they don't believe there's an outside and some there's factions within it. And some of them won't talk to the outsiders because they believe they are just from like hell. And they, they realize they have to get out. So they basically steal a giant truck that comes in to deliver the, all the goods to the shop. Right. Cause they're, they're dismantling the shop and taking the products to somewhere else in our world. But the, the the gnomes see this as a way out so it's 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 very good but you can tell after reading it it is it's aimed at slightly younger but it was actually very good because it did have a borrower's kind of feel to it and i like that yeah the thing i liked was actually them describing something in the book and the clever thing that terry pratchett did that borrowers didn't do borrowers all fully understood and knew everything yeah so if they stole a comb they knew it was a comb Yes. Yeah. Which I actually don't think makes any sense. Why? From Well, the early borrowers wouldn't know what a comb is. It would have just been a thing. I suppose it's the idea is over time it's been passed on and they've learned it. Yeah. But these these had their own names for things that they'd found around the shop. Like the escalators, they had a weird term for because they didn't understand how stationary things could move. Mm-hmm. And no one would go up it because they believed that's where you went when you died. Right, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, which yeah, but it it was very clever considering it is aimed at a younger, a younger demographic, I guess. Yeah, and it it was the th- I read the whole book in about two days because I had nothing to do in there, and it was not a very long book, like three four hundred pages. No yeah. pictures though. <laughs> Actually, that's <laughs> a lie. I mean, there is there's like a little map on the inside of it. And the front cover is very Terry Patchy. He's got a very specific style in all his front covers. They're very busy with lots of stuff going on. Yeah, it's almost like a Where's Wally. Okay. Yeah. So that that is my book. I've actually read something for quite decent recently. Cool. I mean, if I hadn't, I would have probably copped out and gone for all the D and D books I've actually sat and read through for the games. Yeah. But yeah, no, I've actually read a proper book. So yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad one of us did. Yeah, but I'm not. I think graphic novels count though. Yeah. It was more focused on what I'd read when. Yeah. And I keep meaning to read Civil War 2, but I just haven't got around to it. While I was in the hospital, I was offered the chance to read The Handmaid's Tale. Was it Handmaid's Tale? Handmaid's Tale? Handmaid's Tale, yeah. Yeah, I I politely declined. Didn't think it was going to be for me, to be honest. It's not my kind of... I've I've seen enough clips of the thing to know that I don't think the book would be for me. If I was going to get into it, I think I'd watch the series. Fair enough. I've seen the series. So. Yeah, oh, I haven't. I've, I say, I've seen enough clips of it here and there through Gogglebox, through just generally catching bits. That it's, it's not for me, but I think if I was going to, I would do it through the series. And I will say, the guy who was reading it didn't finish the book. Oh. Okay. He said he said the problem was it was too... I will say too wordy. That's what books are. It, he said it, just the way it was written was too... It felt too bulky and there was unnecessary stuff to it. Okay. But yeah. So, Tobias, where would yeah. you like to take this journey on to now? Oh, you know what? I chose book to get out of the way. You choose the second one. Well, I'm going to do the same. I'm going to say theatre next. Okay. Because the problem is, since... I mean, actually, realistically, since we've done this, how many years have we been doing this now? Two two and a bit years, three years? Yeah. I don't know how many live shows I've actually gone and seen. 
I've seen more random like concy things, performances, and I really am not sure what I can go for for this. So what were you? What would you put forward for this? Um, you know what? I am copping out again because oh, no. there's a very good theatre play called The Last Crumb. Oh no! Yeah, I am because it's my play. Have you seen it? No, but I've been involved in it. I've seen that it inside. Is, oh, okay. I, okay, I like this. In fact, what's funny is you've seen it, <laughs> and you I weren't going to list it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, do you know what I had? I also considered jokingly putting some of the scripts forward for the for the book. <laughs> um, you have generally watched my play. Didn't think that was good enough to be your favourite theatre, even though you've not I, seen you any theatre. You know what? I hadn't considered any of it because I remember more of the times I've had to jump into tech for them. Yeah, um, but... but actually, do you know what? You've basically just saved me. <laughs> I don't have to cop out answer now. Oh, I haven't I... saved you. I had to remind you, you yeah, you've seen my true. play. <laughs> true. I'm going to put in The Last Crumb by a a very well-sorted-after uh, uh, writer. His name is Tobias Nichols. Well done. And it's, it's set in a cake shop, and it's a funny play. Yes, and audiences get given free cake in the interval. This was a... Before COVID thing, yeah, but I think we probably still do it. Yeah, I mean, no, I, 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 I'd, I'd risk COVID for cake. Who wouldn't? I mean, people, if you could throw cake at my window, and they'd probably still eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd open it and go, "Oh, this isn't fresh." Yeah, where'd you get this from? Did you keep the receipt. <laughs> and it comes yeah. to me next time. I'll make you cake to throw at my window. Put it this way: it's a comedy. It is with a little bit of drama in there. Um, and we had some sell-out shows. Yeah, yeah. People did like it, and people saw it more than once. I, I saw it more than once. You, well, you had to. Forgot about, <laughs> it. Forgot about it. But no, actually, yeah, yeah I, to be honest, it's one of... If you don't count things by your company, I am very, very limited because I really haven't seen much in the last couple of years apart from yeah. concerts. But I have actually outright sat in the audience and watched The Last Crumb. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's fair. That that definitely... And it, it was good. Thank you. It was good. <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't have put it on the list even if you'd reminded me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which would have made I mean, this podcast his other awkward. <laughs> um, I was almost going to say The Panto where I was the rabbit because that was fun. But I haven't watched it. No. I wouldn't have counted that. No. <laughs> no. Last and it would come. have been my input. <laughs> yeah, last come. Very good. <laughs> I like it. So we've both put the same play in, have we? Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? Okay, let's, I... let's check on to the next topic, shall we? <laughs> well, I chose that one. You can choose the next one. Uh, you know, actually, right, this is one that I would have probably dismissed the first time we did it. But now I'm going to go for We normally have a video game Oh a video game Video game uh, Right because I've tried to get into gaming Recently yeah. uh, I have And it's always been a running joke That if I ever downloaded This particular game That would be me done with society And we had lockdown So it kind of made sense That I'd be done with society so, uh, Star Trek Online has always been a thing of, oh, should I? No, I shouldn't. No, you'd lose too much time. <laughs> but I did. You did. And actually, 
not just that one. I've I've got other games as well. But I think that's my like. Yeah. Everyone knew, apart from one of our friends. Matt was just like, of all the games, why that one? It's because I'm a Star Trek fan, you fool. That it's it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I stalled. I'm kind of I'm doing a plot which. I'm currently on Deep Space Nine, and I got so into being on Deep Space Nine, I forgot <laughs> to plot. Yeah, <laughs> and that's kind of I left it there for a while. I haven't played it for a little bit, but once I downloaded it, I was like, I spent ages on it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. makes sense. Perfect. It makes sense perfectly. Well, I have two two entries. I've got one for a solo game that I've just sat and played alone. It's no, there's no multiplayer, and then I've got an entry for like a social aspect. Yes, and the social one is Among Us. Obviously, yes. Because I, I haven't, I play a lot of games. I, I mean, we've said before, I am the gamer of the two of us. Yeah, oh yeah, totally. Um, you know, I play a lot. Um, I mean, late, lately I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty Warzone. I, I like the battle royale style games, like Fortnite, but better graphics, natural killing people. Uh, <laughs> they don't just turn into different, like disintegrated graphics at the end of it. Um, yeah. I've been playing a lot of that. I play a bit of Fortnite, but Among Us. The thing about like Warzone and all that, yes, I can I play them with people I know sometimes, but it is just you versus a hundred other people or ninety other people if you're in a team. Yeah. You don't know any of them. You can't really talk to any of them except for unless you're in a group like one or two of them. Yeah. Um But among us I like it because we've been playing it through the Patreon as well as with some of our other friends. Yeah. So there's been I mean, in a lobby of how many people are in a lobby of it? Is it ten people perhaps? Ten, yeah. Ten people at the moment, unless they've changed it in any of the recent updates. I don't think they have, though. I haven't played the recent update. No, neither have I. We'll have to at some point. Yeah. Um, I like that because we're, we're in a Discord, so we're chatting. And actually, we've set quite a good level of respect that we're not having to mute the mics when someone dies. They're not spoiling it. Yeah. We've actually... We, we sit and we have a, a good time with it. Like, we, we kill hours on it when we play it. We, we, we do. I mean, I have to be in the right mindset to play Among Us, otherwise I just can't get into it. But the times we've sat and played it, I I do really enjoy it for the multiplayer. It's definitely a social game. Yes. Um, but my main entry for this is a solo game, and it's it's a game that was so good that when I finished it, I felt empty. <laughs> right, Honestly, okay. it, that, the thing is, I love a solo game that has no online, or if it does, it's not the selling point. Because when a game has yeah. a online point is normally the thing it's being sold for generally people don't buy call of duty for the solo mode they they buy it for online yeah. but the last of us 2 okay was so good that i played it as much as i could to get the game done but also was getting so worried i was going to finish this game because oh, okay. i was like once i'm done i there's if for me it's not the kind of game where there's really much replayability because it's a story yeah there are different approaches to certain things but the core game is the same yeah. but i love a game where the story is so rich and it's been put across in a so, such a serious manner that you might as well be watching a film right yeah and the, honestly the last of us 2 especially last of us 1 or the last of us i guess was good it was a brilliant story, but for me, The Last of Us Two was just so deep. I, I I found myself losing myself in it. Right. There is a sequence in the last third of the game, and it's not a spoiler. There's just a section where what your, your character falls into the sea during a storm. Okay. During like a proper horrific storm. You, you've you've been you've heard this storm's coming for most of the game. It's kind of been teased that, that the, the the weather's turning, and there's an aquarium you're trying to get to. 
but between you and their water and you fall in and it is because you're on like a little rowboat and you fall in and the, you still have control of the character even though you know you've got to go in a set way and it's not gonna let you go too far off that but you don't have a choice where to go even though you have control because the mechanics of the water in this storm are so realistic that every single ripple and wave knocks your character in the realistic direction and the graphics are so well done uh, the, the point is I cared about these characters even the villains in the game because there's a section where you get to play as the bad guy the, the, like the villain of the game Okay. so they, they kind of humanise the villain through it I'm not going to spoil it because it is such a good game Yeah. but it, it is a follow on from the first game it's the same characters and then there are repercussions from things that happen in the first game and the whole point is at the beginning of the game a big thing happens and they kind of cement who your villain is and the rest of the game is trying to get to that villain to kind of right the wrongs, as it were. Yeah. But they make it very early on, before you know they're the villain, they give you a little bit of control on them. And then in the last third of the game, there's a couple of hours just playing as this villain. The, the whole point is the main character goes into a derelict city and it does like day one and you play a load of stuff and then it'll be like day two. And it, I think it's like up to day seven. And then it cuts back to day one and you play from the villain's point of view for a while. So you've been you've humanized the character, and it, it, the story was just so well done. And when it finished, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do now. And I, I mean, I haven't found a game with the same level of depth since then. Fair and, enough. And it was just really good. I mean, I'm I'm interested to see what they do with the TV series. Um, I, I'm Is it a TV be, series? I, yeah, they're making um, it's a HBO series with uh, Pedro Pascal now as the main. Oh character. yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I mean. It, it could be, it could be good or they could ruin it because I know they're they're changing some of the the plot lines so it's not exactly the same as the game. That's probably good though. Yeah, you don't want it to be an, a clone, especially but as long as like it's honest to the game. I think that's the key. It needs to be honest to the source material and not lose the quality because it is about quality. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, for for my main entry is definitely The Last of Us Two, but for a social fun aspect, Among Us definitely gets a shout there. Um. I will give a shout to another game, which I've actually been playing more than Star Trek Online recently. Yeah. Uh, and that is because I finally downloaded uh, The Sims 4. Hey! Yeah. Oh, you and have? I, yeah. Yeah. Or was it Sims 3? Sims 4? Sims I don't 4. know. I think it's Sims it's 4. Sims 4. It's Sims 4. And uh, what I've done is, because we've mentioned that we are on TikTok, mm. I put all my mods in. I made yeah. me, made all my mods and put us all in houses, in groups. And uh, may someone may have died along the way, uh, uh, but no, it's been quite good. But now we're getting quite old. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, uh, you you wouldn't keep up my bedroom. It got quite weird. Well, <laughs> well, I knew the hundredth episode was coming. That's what it is. <laughs> exactly. I'm celebrating all the way. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so uh, that's been quite fun because the last time I played The Sims was the very first Sims. Yeah, I. I had Sims 4 for my laptop back when I had a better laptop than the one I have now that can yeah. actually run some games. And I do really like it. My problem is I don't have the attention span because the gameplay does get quite repetitive at times. And for me, I lose interest at that point. But I do really like the Sims games. And you can get it on the PlayStation. It's on one of the games passes. I do have it and think it's installed even. To be honest, I don't really do it for the gameplay. I do it for yeah. the creating of the houses and the people. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so that's a quick shout out to that one. Yeah, cool. Next, um, I guess. I think 
it makes sense to end on the big one. So I'm going to say TV shows next. Okay. Oh, what are you thinking? Well, it's hard because it's actually quite a long period of time. It is. And there's been lots of series that I've liked. Yeah. And we've talked about. Yeah, but, but we are we that, are quite open with, with, with yeah. the normal episodes. But then it's also kind kind of what would I class as my favourite current thing? And it's been difficult because I think since this died, Umbrella Academy came out. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, the Boys. I recently watched. Are you finished? Are you up to date with Boys? The first two. Yeah, I, I haven't finished the second season because I watched the first two episodes. Or no, I watched the first episode, started the second episode. Then Amanda expressed interest in watching The Boys, so I started again with her, and we hadn't finished season one yet. I know I'm, I'm up to speed at the moment. I'm waiting for season three. I, we will get it done soon. Obviously, uh, started watching Lucifer. Mm. Uh, I don't think I would put that as. No, uh, I I like Lucifer because I started watching it since the podcast. Yeah, but I like it, but it does feel. Like there's just something that's not there. Yeah, it's good. I I like all the I like all the characters. I like most of the act, acting in it. Yes, it's it's a bit cheesy, but you know that going in, really. Yeah. But there is just something missing in in the 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 quality of it to make it up yeah. there with the rest of them. I mean, obviously, something that we do talk about now. Um, we've had one division. We have. And currently, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm. Um, and I've liked all the things that I've mentioned. Yeah, and I don't know. I what would I choose as my top one? I'm not sure. Yeah. Um. I, to be honest, right, and this is obviously not what we talk. We talk about geeky things. That's kind yeah. Of what we're, uh, <laughs> but honestly, like the chase. <laughs> well, not actually. The circle. To be honest. I think you can kind of accept that a bit more geeky because of what it is. I really like the concept of the circle, them all, the social media own being able to catfish each other. Yeah. Uh, and you didn't really watch this season, did you? I haven't seen any of the season. And realistically, unless we try and binge on something random, I don't think we will. There was, right. So do you mind if I reference something? Oh, no, feel free. Right. You know, in the first season, yeah. uh, Alex won it, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, but pretending to be Kate. Mm -hmm. And what was very awkward was that there was a guy called Dan who obviously had a soft spot for Kate. Yeah. And and when they met around the table, it was so awkward. <laughs> well, you remember that bit? Yeah. Yeah. It was because he was angry with Alex for pretending to be this Kate. Well, season three... Things went beyond there. We had our first couple. But she didn't realise that he was a she. <laughs> uh, and it was actually very interesting to watch. Uh, well, the real person was like, she was Natalia playing Felix. And mm. she was like an army girl. And he, she was pretending to be an army man. Yeah. But actually, it was really interesting watching her deal with guilt. Because she was openly get, becoming a couple with this girl. And the only thing she had going was she hoped that he, she that Manrika was a catfish as well. She wasn't, though. Manrika no. was real. <laughs> I mean, actually, it's quite a scary concept. Yeah. 
because it shows you the possibilities. Also, just for what I liked, was uh, there was uh, Gemma, who was an NHS nurse. Yeah. Except it wasn't. It was really Hunter from Gladiators. <laughs> that was good. But it, what I found really interesting was he was given a task by the circle to become an assassin. Right. And to basically had like 20, 48 hours or something to choose someone to mm. get everyone to vote out. Okay. Uh, otherwise, he would be voted out instead. If anyone else got voted out, he'd be voted out. Yeah. And he succeeded. He he got Billy voted out. Right. By basically going to everyone and just putting seeds of doubt. Yeah. But then the circle went, Billy was assassinated, Gemma was the assassinator. So but so Gemma will be immune for the next one. But no one trusted Gemma stroke Hunter yeah. after that point because they'd done it. But yeah. then it was that case of but he she didn't choose to do it. No, the it was game a task made. I'm like, well, I didn't understand. It's almost why an unfair time. it's an uh, it's almost unfair for on the circle side of it, because you're doing something which is guaranteeing instilling losing people's trust. Yes, but I didn't get why people, all knowing what the show they're in, yeah, was then, oh, how could you do that? Well, that's the game. When the prize is £100,000, and you're all, you you're all playing the game, yeah. I, don't, I didn't get why people were like, I don't trust you, including Natalia, who was pretending to be Felix. And I'm <laughs> like, you're already lying and entering a relationship. I reckon, though, if you're... If you're catfishing yourself in there, you're probably even less trustworthy of people. You're probably quite, you're probably more paranoid because you know what it's like. Yeah. It's the sentence of a cheater will be more paranoid of being cheated on because they know what it's they know how generally like it's doable. I guess so. Yeah, from that point of view. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I I mean I've seen enough of the circle, not the recent one, to to like the concept. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. Right. Well. I'll give a shout out to a series which I'm not going to put in because we're not finished it. We're currently watching it. But I think considering we, we, we're halfway through season seven of Grey's Anatomy and we've only <laughs> been watching it two weeks before I went into hospital. Yeah. Um, it's astounding. It is. It's so good. The, the end of the last season was a big two-parter. And I mean, Amanda was next to me outright blaring. And I, I sat with my jaw on the floor for the whole episode. Okay. It's one of those series that does... You have an episode... Because it is actually quite a serious thing. Yeah. But it does have a humour. Do you know how House was quite serious, but there was a level of humour there? Yeah. This is like that, but it still feels more genuine. Because House always felt gimmicky. Uh, like, like... Okay. Because well, you knew... I guess because House, House was, was quite gonna, eccentric. And it was also the fact that you knew House was going to generally sort it. Yeah, this isn't like that. People die constantly, and every episode, it, they're they're very aware with the the fact that in a hospital people are going to die. Yeah, and it's about surgery. That it focuses on the surgical team, basically yeah. of all the departments, and that's one of the first things they teach you is a surgeon understands that half of the patients are probably going to die. 
because the things aren't helpable. It's very serious and I like it, but there is a level of humor to it. But when it wants to hit you, it does. Yeah. And but I'm not. I wouldn't give it my top spot because we're not finished yet, and who knows what will happen and make me go. I'm not sure about this now. Yeah. And we are actually less than halfway through. Yeah. Um, what I'm gonna actually give my spot to is a series that we started watching for the for this. I'm gonna say Emergence. All right. Okay. Because yes, it's been one season, but I loved it. I really I, like. I, I really like the concept. <laughs> Yeah, do you know what? I'm, I'm giving it to Emergence because I finished what there is. Yeah. And I, from start to finish, it intri- the first episode intrigued me. I was hooked. And you, know, I've told you before, and I might have mentioned it on the podcast, when I finish a series I've been watching for a while and I go to watch one, I generally have a night where I watch a load of different pilots yeah. to see what hooks me. And Emergence did it for me when because we were watching that and some what was it vagrant queen and that didn't do it for me no i That's finished all. vagrant queen <laughs> yeah um, it also didn't do it for me it didn't do I... it for me at all but emergence was an intriguing concept and there were twists constantly that i, I and i loved that um right. if i am 15 minutes away from finishing season two of snowpiercer and i can tell you if i'd finished that episode today that would be my entry okay because i think the tv series of snowpiercer is so well done because the fact you can get the level of depth and the amount of stories there are, considering it's just a long train. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's like a thousand odd carts or however many there are, but I, I just think it's so well done. And I went to, I watched, started watching the finale today. I had 17 minutes left and I was like, I can do this before I've got to go out for the school run. And then Charlotte found a spider upstairs and World War Three, so I didn't finish it. But I think if I'd finished it, that would have been my entry. But Emergence gets it because I've seen what there is, and I, it just intrigued me from the from the go. I realised what geeky thing I could include Ooh. now because I'd com- actually forgotten it. Um, because we have been getting a lot of new Star Trek stuff, mm. but I'm actually going to note Star Trek Lower Decks. Nice. I haven't finished the first episode. It's it's animated. I wasn't sure I was going to like it at first. Yeah. Uh, but actually, it is very Star Trek. Yeah. But also, it's comedic humor. Yeah, that makes sense. It's, it's a funny side of Star Trek, which mm. often Star Trek lacks. Star Trek does take itself very seriously a lot of the time. It does. I mean, I've only seen like seven minutes of one of the episodes and actually I liked what I've seen. But every time I went to watch it, I had people around and I couldn't focus. Yeah, I actually really liked it. Really got into the characters, excited for more. Yeah. What I will say is obviously I've said Emergence and Snowpiercer as like a caveat kind of joint. I am sure there is loads of series that I've loved in the few years since it started. But the problem is once I finish something, it's almost like I section it off. And emergence is recent enough like i could say that if we did all time lost is brilliant but there have been things since then that have made me go wow um so i'm sure in the first couple of years of the existence of this podcast there are some amazing stuff out there that but I've i'll watched. tell you one which you really really loved at the start hmm. then you dipped but i don't know where you ended up chilling and adventures of sabrina do you know what i liked it when it started then the series that they bring the carnival into, 
wasn't a fan of that one. But the final season, I think it was really, really good. Like the final part, I think it's the final part, isn't it? Of yeah, the season. I think so, yeah. Whatever well, the last... You're further than me, so I well, I'm, I'm done, I've finished it. Yeah, yeah, you're done. Yeah. Whatever the last instalment, whether it's a whole season or like a half a season, yeah, that, I think, is the best of all of the Sabrina. Okay. I think it does its own... It can, it's almost like a self-contained thing for that that part of the series. Yeah. But not where it just doesn't ignore everything else. It is part of it all, but it it moves on in a way that focuses on a certain thing right. for those last few episodes. And I really thought it was really good. That's that's a prime example. There are yeah. definitely things I've watched in the in the two or three years since it started that I've loved. Yeah. And I've I've finished and I've gone. That was brilliant. I mean, if well, I mentioned it in one of the episodes recently, I started watching the Japanese TV series um, Sweet Home. I finished that and that was really good. Another Japanese one I watched was um, uh, Alice in Borderland. That was really good. Yeah. Um, there's loads of stuff, but no, Emergence was just intriguing enough that I can't wait for the second season. Okay. Hang on, wait, what? Say that again. Emergence is so good, I can't wait for another season if it's not been cancelled. It's been cancelled. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for a second season. <laughs> well, Someone will pick it up. Uh, it won't. It's done. <laughs> Someone will pick it up. Um, but it was really good. So I've watched all there is then, and actually, yeah, it leaves it open to do more stuff, like it would have. But I think it was a good enough series. It's a shame it didn't get more. Yeah. Um, I think uh, there was a series that I watched, and it was two seasons, I think. But but there's a third season on the way, yeah. and I think you should give it a go. What's the stuff called? Manifest. Yes, we've spoken about it before because yes. I want to watch it, but I couldn't. I can't find the the seasons now. I don't have now TV. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, it's. I'm not going to go into it. No, we've discussed it before on podcast briefly. Yes, you basically sold it to me. Yes, and I, it's uh, something I would like to watch. It does intrigue me. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I like it. Mm. Um, well, actually, no, I can tell you because it's. The the initial plot has sort of been dealt with in the MCU, mm. with the blip and everything, or the snap, uh, because people are on a plane, but the plane disappears. Yeah. Everyone assumes that everyone's dead, but then five years later, everyone turns up as if they've not aged. Yeah. My only problem with it yeah. is it does sound a lot like the 4400. Which I've never seen. So Which I, I do own all of. I haven't even seen it all. Oh, but I, I, it's one of those I bought from a car boot because I knew what it was and I wanted to watch it. And I, I watched some of it and I really liked it. And I, for some reason, I got distracted and just didn't come back to it. And that is a load of people disappear and then just reappear like eight years later. Yeah. And there's actually quite a lot of series that do that, to be honest. Yeah. There's one I think Aaron at the moment that's similar. Yeah. But no, I, it's one I'd like to watch manifest. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So that kind of brings us on to our final one. Yes. The five, the, the, the high five. And I, I was going to say it's one of the hardest ones, but actually I think it's not No, for me. I, I can tell you. So we're looking at movie. Yeah. So we're looking at a uh, favourite movie. Uh, now, I looked at films that, since we started the podcast, mm-hmm. how many films I've seen at the cinema. The cinema. The cinema. And I can tell you, and I will tell you once I can find please, my list. Please do. Um, I've watched, unfortunately, only because there's a, there's a COVID thing. 
Yeah. Uh, since we started the podcast, I've seen 20 films at the cinema. Okay. I'm going to list them all. Do it. But you'll you'll know as soon as I say it which one is going to be. I mean, my I think I already film. know what your favourite one is. Right. So the first film that I saw after we started making this podcast mm-hmm. was First Man. Oh really? Yeah, that was the that was the first film I saw. First uh, man. Yeah. Uh, then Bad Times at the El Royale. I've seen that. I really liked it. That's just a good way of doing it because I can comment on some of these. Yeah. Um, I've seen that fairly recently in the last few months, actually. I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Good. Yeah. Good. How did you compare it to the first Fantastic Beasts? Um, I think the first one is better because it's like the lead-in. Yeah. But I think the second one does have some really good moments. Uh, the next one I saw, I know you've seen, Mortal Engines. Again, I, that's probably one of the most recent I've watched off this list. I watched that literally a few weeks ago. Yeah. I liked it, but it was underwhelming. I agree. Uh, number five, Aquaman. Never seen it. It's actually the one I haven't seen from that universe. It's, it's good. I do. Like I, I, I want to watch it, but I realised I I did what I did with Black Panther. I watched the following, the, the big one, and then realised, oh no, I haven't watched that yet. Yeah. Uh, number six, Glass. Yeah, Glass was really good. Yeah. Mostly for Jane McAvoy, I think. Yeah, he's he's, really he's very good in it. Yeah. Uh, number seven, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Uh, number eight, Shazam. Boom. Yeah, I like Shazam. That was really good. Number nine, Avengers Endgame. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. We'll move on, Charles. Yeah. Uh, number ten, X Men: Dark Phoenix. Oh, that was brilliant. That was like one of the best things I've ever watched. No. No, it wasn't. But I, have, but I have seen it twice within a year. Yeah, true. Men in Black International. That was all right, actually. It wasn't as no, good no. as I thought it was going to be, but it was good. Yeah. Uh, number 12, Yesterday. Uh, the Beatles thing. Yeah, I quite liked it. Yeah, it's quirky. Yeah. Uh, number 13, Spider-Man Far From Home. I actually really like Far From Home. Yeah, better than Homecoming. Yes. Yeah. I was like, which one's that? There's only two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number 14, and we saw this one together. It, Chapter 2. I actually really liked It, Chapter 2. I did as well, yeah. Yeah, I really liked It, Chapter 2. I think I preferred It, Chapter 1. I did as well, but I think It, Chapter 2 is good. Because normally you can go, it's not as good as the first one. Meh. But this is good. It's the first one is just better. Yes. <laughs> Number fifteen, Joker. I've seen that. I I, I watched that at home. I watched a lot of these at home. Yeah. Um, I actually really like Joker. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And I, again, well, obviously followed up by the statement of films get a lot of hype nowadays, and the problem is I don't think they live up to the hype a lot of the time. Yeah. And for me, Joker didn't. But I actually did. I did really enjoy it. Yes. Yeah. It is actually uh, quite a slow-paced film for what it is. It, yeah, it's a different approach. Yeah. To, uh, yeah. Um, I would say what happened when I watched Joker, I halfway through it started a migraine. I don't tend to get migraines. But 
that's what I sort of associate with Joker. Yeah, that's fair. It's not fair. I it's I, I didn't enjoy the migraine. <laughs> it was it was a bad thing. Uh, number sixteen, Terminator Dark Fate. Absolutely. Number 17, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. I've seen it, but at home. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, number 18, Jumanji, The Next Level. Yes, in at home. It's all right, yeah. I enjoy those films. Yeah, I do. Fun films. Number 19, The Invisible Man. I haven't seen it. It's good. I will say it's good, but maybe not as good as some people make out. The, my problem is it's another one that is done a lot. There is a lot of versions of The Invisible Man. Well, I would say this is a different take on it, though. Okay. For the better? I... Yeah, actually. Okay. Put it this way. It's not... No, I won't say anything. Because it's fair <laughs> for you. No, I was going to say I something. I will watch it because it's the kind of thing I like. I think you'd appreciate it. Cool. Right. Um, and... Number 20, the last film I saw at the cinema was uh, Birds of Prey. Was that uh, really the last uh, one you saw? Yeah, on the 5th of March, 2020. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, what's your favourite? Endgame. Obviously, Avengers Endgame has to I be. mean, we've got the same favourite. Yeah. Uh, that was... Yeah. It makes perfect sense. For I mean, moment, I forgot about it. And then I saw it in my own list and went, obviously it's that. Yeah. I've seen a handful of those ones at the cinema, but not a lot. Because as we've said before, I don't have as much chance to do cinema. Um, I watch most of those things I've seen at home on like home release. Yeah. Um, but I saw Endgame in the cinema for the first time and I really liked it. And I'm kind of annoyed that wasn't the last thing I saw in the cinema. It was Trolls World Tour. Um, <laughs> wasn't worth it. Yeah. But it was... Endgame is easily the best one I've seen in the cinema. Easily. Easily. It's just, it's a film that definitely benefits from the cinema. Yeah. And obviously these films are all what I've seen at the cinema since the start of this podcast. Yeah. Uh, because I do have this massive debate over which I prefer, Infinity War or Endgame. Yeah, I get that. I, I think it's actually very easy to say Infinity War. I think Infinity War is a is good. It's very good. I think if I was to just sit and watch one, I would probably just sit and watch Infinity War. But it feels unfinished. That's because it's not a film. They're one big film. Yeah, but they aren't built that way. But it really, no. at, at the end of it, it feels like it was just missing her to be continued. Yeah. Yeah, completely. Yeah, um, yeah watch them as one. Tell yourself it's one very long film. But if yeah. you would, if I had to watch just one of them, I would watch Infinite War. But Endgame, for this purpose, is definitely the winner. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, easily. Cool. I mean, I've watched the, I've watched loads of films generally since this started. But well, we do a film club. We <laughs> We've watched a lot of films. We do. I'm trying to think what my favourite thing we've done on film club so far would be, and I can't off the top of my head. I mean, Iron Mother was good. A bit annoying that was our first one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Extinction I found fascinating. Extinction? You mean Extraction? I don't know. What's the plot of Extinction? I think that's the one I watched, because you'd already watched it, and it was... Oh, Natalie Portman. I reviewed it on the Tumblr, so it wasn't an actual film club. It was like a 
review. I don't think that's called extinction, is it? All right. Whatever that one is called. <laughs> that that thing. But yes, it is Natalie Portman. I know which one you... T- I know what one you're it's an about. E. It's an E. It definitely... It? Yeah. I think it is Extinction. It might be. It could well be Extinction. Because of the plot of it and kind of the ending. Yeah. Oh, I think it might be. That was probably one of the most interesting I've watched. But part of the actual series. I think Iron Mother is probably closest. Extraction was good, though. Do you mean Annihilation? I don't know. Probably. Yes. And I'd also understand how my mind would see the A as an E as well. So, yeah, maybe. Annihilation. Yeah, it was very good. I actually did really enjoy it. Because it was odd. It was unique. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I've seen a a lot of good films. But I... I wish I'd seen Tenet at cinema. Yeah. And I'm quite annoyed that... Godzilla vs. Kong is out there and people can see it. <laughs> yeah, it is frustrating. It's a paywall away. Yeah. Um, but no, I think because of the cinema emphasises everything, I think Endgame is a, is a rightful winner for both of us. Yeah, definitely. Considering that we both agreed on it. Yeah, it's easy. It's, it's easy. easy it's an easy choice, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is the, the Manic High Five right there. It is. I mean, that's 100 episodes. Uploads. Uploads. Of different lengths, topics, varieties. Um, it'll be interesting to see what comes next. Uh, yeah, I mean, will we? Do you think we'll hit two hundred? I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Definitely. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see how things grow because obviously we did two seasons pretty much without with just being that and, and minis. Then we added film club as a secondary thing. So it'll be interesting to see what else has happened over time because you never know. Film club might not be a forever permanent thing. It might be a thing we do for a while, rest, do something else for a while. Yeah. You never know. We've got a Discord now. We have got the... Well, that's, that's, the Patreon opens up a whole door to a whole world of other things we can do. Yeah. Like, we do the watch-alongs just for those, for the middle tiers, middle yeah. and upwards, where we watch a full-length film in its full entirety from the beginning to generally the end credits, unless something goes wrong, or it was a terrible, yeah. terrible, terrible film. No, we still watch it to the end. Oh, that's true. We did, yeah. And we we just we, we the point is we just sit and we we chat through it, but not in an annoying way. It's about the film. No, and, it, and to be honest, the worse the film, the more chat we yeah. do. <laughs> and you know, we we've done. I mean, some of the some of the ones we've done, we've done uh, Species One. Yes. Uh, we did Baywatch, the newer version. I like Baywatch. You Don't like it, Baywatch. You like it, and I watched it. Yeah. Um, yeah. We watched Deadpool. We did watch Deadpool. We, we watched... also watched Fantastic Four. Oh gosh, yes, we did. It was not fantastic. <laughs> but there's a whole world of stuff on the Patreon that is worth looking at, which is only one pound a month. Link in the description. Woo. Um, but no, I think it is interesting to see what comes next. I think the big thing to say is thank you for people who have been listening. Yeah. Thank you to if you've listened from literally when if you happen to be one of the people who got the first few episodes when they came out and you've kind of stuck with us and watched us grow, thank you. It means a lot. And I remember some of the earlier episodes, so well done. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. Um everything starts rough and gets better in time and we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. We I tell you what, season four, we're gonna be on it. <laughs> oh, season four. Well, the key element is season three and a film club have only seen lockdown. That's true. Film Club hasn't existed outside of a lockdown. 
properly. Yeah, that's true. And we we were discussing at the point when we kind of went into lockdown about thinking if there was a way we could transfer this onto maybe a YouTube thing. Yeah. Or as a, maybe not necessarily the whole thing, but maybe there was something we could do for YouTube. So there's a visual element. And that's kind of how Film Club came around. Yeah. And so actually, Film Club as it is now isn't the film club we were going, we wanted to put out. We wanted it to be a more interactive kind of, almost like showy kind of thing. Yeah. So it's interesting to see what can happen when we got when we can actually meet up again. Yeah, it would be. Uh, which obviously things are supposedly starting. Things to be. are now starting to tick tick around. I mean, yeah. as we're recording this, things are slowly ticking around. So it will be interesting. I suppose you could say the cliche thing of a hundred so far. Here's to a hundred more. Yeah. Um, I think it's fair. I say thank you for everyone who has has listened so far. Thank you if you followed us on anything, and if you haven't, feel free to link in the description. Um, <laughs> and I think the key is it. Let us know what you think. Yeah, that's how we grow. That's how we get sad as well. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, this has been our one hundredth episode. Do you have anything you'd like to add? No. I mean, also thank you to any guests who have come on. Yeah, um, we've had a couple, and we're hoping to get more. Yes. We should have had an extra one this this season. Yeah, didn't happen. But lockdown next has, season, lockdown hasn't helped that. But yeah, I agree. Next season will hopefully be fun, fun, fun in the sun, 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 sun. sun. <laughs> <laughs> well then, I think okay. yeah. the way to round up this Manic High Five 100 episode special, yeah, is to say goodbye, Tobias. Goodbye, Tobias. Yeah, every time, and I can't wait to hear it again. <laughs> thank you for listening to 100 episodes and uploads if you listen to all of them thanks for sticking with us we look forward to the future stay safe and most importantly stay manic